things are working for my good it's intentional never failing all things are working for my good it's intentional never failing all things are working for my good it's intentional never failing good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i am your host thank you for joining me actually okay yes i'm recording this on the 19th of february i hope you're doing well i hope all is good with you i hope you're still staying safe there's so much in my heart to say this morning and um, it's a rainy morning actually in lagos nigeria it's raining not not that seriously but it's obvious that it's probably raining pretty heavily somewhere else the sky is really dark but it'll clear up in a moment and we'll be back to our sunny (laughs) sunny lifestyle here but it's fine anyway so um there's a lot in my heart that i would like to say first of all i want to really thank god for his grace and his mercy over my life um we had a significant prayer breakthrough um yesterday and i really just give god the glory for it um i'm still in a daze kind of you know what i'm saying you know where the bible says that god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask and that you think according to the power that works in us um i'm just i'm learning a lot about god this entire journey those of you who may have been part of this journey for a while and god bless you for being so um god has really been working with me and on me on a day-to-day basis learning through experiences through painful trials and really serious life challenges but the reason why I'm si- I sang that song by Travis Green is because I can truly say that all I can see and say that all things are working for my good and when um, the book of Romans in the new testament of the bible chapter 8 verse 28 when it says all things are all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are the called according to god's purpose it is really true there those people who are called by god they are those who are the chosen the elect of god things just work together for their good god makes all things and that all things in that all things there is a lot of pain and loss and sacrifice and denial and sorrow and grief in that all things but because they are people that are connected with god he makes it work together for their good this is not something that sounds it doesn't make sense it doesn't make natural sense it's only the people who have experienced it that will know that this is not just this is true let's just put it that way um in the secular world it's acknowledged that you know people generally you learn through stretch so i think there's a sense of 
a spiritual principle behind those words because even in the natural world like you know even in leadership management and all of that they tell you that you learn through difficulty you know i mean you as a leader your most challenging times are likely to be your most rewarding if you really really you know like immerse yourself in the experience and you take the learning because what um challenges you know workplace challenges and all of those leadership challenges and team building you know challenges complexities what what they do is they make you more aware of your environment your position in that environment your 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 personal context and also what your strengths and your weaknesses are so if you're someone who is self-aware or you are you know you you are someone who is keen to learn you that experience will, you will you will learn through that experience even though it will be tough it, it wouldn't have been your preferred mode of learning but you will learn and you will grow and um, so so there's a sense of a natural principle around these words but that natural expression is just an expression of what is actually a spiritual principle which is that all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are the called according to his purpose so on one hand god has ordain that we learn obedience through the things that we suffer just like jesus did but as in in addition to that he he uses both the good and the not so good things in our lives to bring us to a place of perfection to a place where everything is working together for good so the thing so it's almost like there are different it's like a tree that has many branches so or, or, or a river that many um, has other streams feeding into it. So there's the stream of good things, the stream of bad things, the stream of ugly things. God will eventually cause all of them to move into the, a, a massive good stream for you. He will work them all together, purify, you know, decontaminate, change, um, recycle, whatever it is He needs to do to cause the bad and the ugly and the not so good to become good and work together for your good he's good in your life he will do it but that is something he reserves only for the people who are called according to his purpose so today i'm I'm talking about the gift that calling the gifts and the callings of god calling of god and um, the main scripture for that is um the book of romans chapter 11 verse 29 i believe where it says for the gifts of god gifts and calling of god are without repentance um he now talks about saying for you in time past you have not believed god yes you have now obtained mercy through the unbelief of of others so even so have these also now not believed that through your message they may also obtain mercy so he was talking about the election he was talking about you know the children of israel and the fact that the unbelief of the um, ethnic Jews had worked to the benefit of them who were not, you know, children of Israel, but by faith, God them grafted them into the body. It says the gift and the calling of God are without repentance. So what he was saying, yeah, what Paul was saying by inspiration of the Holy Spirit here is that Israel was chosen of God and that God hasn't withdrawn that. It's just, and then in the fullness of time, he will restore that. You know what I'm saying? So that was what he was saying that the gifts and the calling of god are without repentance and he was outlaying that as a spiritual principle so we see here you know the gifts of and calling of god are without repentance throughout the epistles we see them talking about calling 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 
and in also in that Romans 8:28, it says, "All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to God's purpose." So, what these gifts and callings of God being without repentance means when God gives His gifts, He does not, He doesn't, and these gifts are like you know this kind of spiritual gifts that He gives for us to serve and minister in His kingdom. Ephesians 4 talks about this also Colossians as well he doesn't ever withdraw I mean he doesn't repent of those gifts in other words what he was saying here is okay I think I need to read it in other versions so that we understand what the gifts and callings are without repentance what it means yes so other versions says the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable some says um, the gifts and callings of God are not repented of and another one says yeah the gifts of calling of god are without repentance so more or less the same thing let me see what esv says here for the gifts and the calling of god are irrevocable so yeah so it's the same thing god doesn't hold it take it back you know he will wait until that gift until that calling performs for him until we fulfill it and he will wait on us until we do so the reason why I say this, and I'm just trusting God that out of the bucket or the well of things that are in my heart, God will bring out the one that the water that He should be drawn out from that well for now, because there's a lot in there. But I can't say anything, everything, and I know I shouldn't say everything. So I'm, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to to bring out the bucket of water, the pail of water that is we need now. We need to draw from now. So. I'm saying the reason why I'm musing on this now is because, and I don't think I've said this often on this podcast, I think I've said it once or twice perhaps, I don't talk about it a lot because it's a sore point for me. Many years ago, the Lord called me into, um, I wouldn't say he called me into ministry, but I knew that there was a call of God upon my life and it was around you know, I won't, well, I won't talk about what the call was, but there was a call of God upon my life. And I resisted. I knew at a point I embraced it. I was about a teenager then. But later on, I just felt, you know, but there are other ways to serve God. I sort of like, you know, self-will. But the Bible says the gifts and the callings of God are not are without repentance. So I continued like that, doing other things in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of God, in faith communities, everywhere I found myself. I moved around a bit in my later years so changed so i had to change congregations because i would change you know move we moved house so many times we moved country you know a couple of times so i always had to change um church local church whenever we moved and i would always be what i noticed in almost every congregation i was in was that somehow i would become close to the pastors you know the pastors would just draw me close somehow it was, you know, it's like they would just look at me and they would be like, you know, and they would bring me into spaces that I should not be, you know. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? As in, I didn't have the ordination, I didn't have the credentials, and I was always being brought into those spaces. It had started happening, it happened so often that, you know, I, I became, I, I almost started expecting it everywhere that I would go. I mean, as in, not that I would expect it, when it happens, I'll be like, hmm, you know, this thing again, you know. And this is with every effort of my trying to stay in the background. Now, I wouldn't necessarily be on the pulpit, no. 
But let's just say I was always drawn into spaces that ordinarily I shouldn't be called into. And I'll just leave it at that. At a stage, I used to wonder that, do these people see something? Is it that something, they see something in me that just makes them, you know, I, I didn't understand, you know. Till today, I can't say I fully understand it, but that was um, my experience. That has been my experience. Different countries, different churches. So, but I, I felt that all the things I was doing for God, in quotes, in quotes, <laughs> doing for God in quotes, was enough. I didn't realize that God was still waiting on me to fulfill that calling. Now, this is the thing. A lot of, so much, so many years have passed. I don't even know what God would have planned for me if I had been, I had been fulfilling that call the way he wanted me to, because I didn't answer it. And this is the funny thing. When God calls you, it's not as if there is going to be one cloud that will come from heaven he's not going to tell you to you know he, he, he's not going to tell you to change anything about your life as in okay quit your job some people are actually told to do that but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what he's telling you i mean we see a lot of people who are still working full-time doing their thing and of course very much involved in ministry as well so i didn't even want to know what god had in mind you know that sort of thing i was just like you know well okay yes i hear you there's a you know there's a gift there's a calling and you know but i can still use it to serve you in the secular world so i was choosing that i was trying to tell god that he should just you know those gifts i liked you know i i I appreciate the fact that he he's called me and all of that but that i was then going to choose how those gifts and the calling will be expressed of course you know which i mean really it doesn't work that way (laughs) but you know it doesn't work that way but that was what i've been doing so i guess i've been doing my own thing for years since then until recently and i think it was really the last two years and it took and this is why honestly if god is calling you to do something just do it because when i think of what's had to happen for me to get to a place where i eventually submitted my life to god afresh rather than doing what i've been doing before which is living my life and asking god to come along with me I actually had to put a break on my entire life, which is why I believe, I would say two years ago, it's almost like I gave my life to Christ all over again. Because the surrender and the submission that normally should accompany giving your life to Christ, I think I just, I redid it again. I had strayed away from that, even though I was actively in church and, you know, going through the motions and for all intents and purposes, I looked like a believer, I talked like a believer, and I was a believer. But my life was not surrendered to God. My life, I wasn't living in submission to God, 100%. And I wasn't even trying to. I was, you know, I was doing the, you know, the works of the law. In other words, I wasn't, I was being moral. I was living a moral life, ethical life, being transparent, telling the truth and all of that. But I wasn't surrendering to God's purpose in my life. Two different things. Very subtle, but as far as God is concerned, um, obedience is greater than sacrifice you know what i'm saying so where god is concerned if you like be living a giving life be doing everything but god has told you something you're not obeying it yeah yeah it's obedience that god looks out for not the other business christian church business things that we're doing the issue is are you obeying god in spirit and in truth in letter and in spirit in word in deed and in action are you obeying him what is written in the scriptures as well as his spoken word to him. 
to you. In this case, I was obeying God in the letter. So everything I was I would I wasn't at least consciously disobeying God, but I was highly disobedient in terms of the spoken word, what I knew that God was saying to me on a highly spiritual, purposeful level. I was massive disobedience i was you know you know when something is not even open for discussion it wasn't open for discussion and i felt okay well time has gone now i'm sure this was something you wanted me to do when i was much younger i'm older now but the thing that is where the gifts and the callings of god they are not with repentance because even if you will answer that call at age 50 something or 60 or 70 god expects even if you answer it a day before you leave the earth it's better god will still be waiting on you to answer that call because he's not going to hold it back but I thank God that He allowed me to, you know, to, that, that I thank God that I didn't miss. Because ah, there's so much I want to say. And I, um, anyways, I'll just say this. So finally, I got to the place where, so I, I went through the tribulations, the challenges, personal challenges. Those of you who know me personally, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I went through all of that, and I got to the place I started, you know talking to God more about things, first of all, talking a lot about the issue, then getting to the place where I now started talking to God about us, <laughs> you know, I, I, I grew beyond that, and I, you know, so I repaired my relationship with God, and then it, I, it, that made me now start wanting more of Him, and before I knew anything, and this is the thing, I answered the call without even knowing that I answered the call, it was after I came into, I joined the seminary, I started a program, master's program at a Western Seminary in Portland, Oregon, distance learning program. That God, I just noticed that I had this joy I couldn't and peace that I couldn't explain. I really felt like a newborn baby and I couldn't understand it. Why, why is this having such an impact on me? And then God said, for the first time, he said, this is the first step that you have ever taken that shows that you recognize that there is a call of God upon your life and that you're answering it I was like whoa because I was like so every other thing I've done up till now was not responding to that call so yes I have done a lot of things including this this podcast we're on that and other things offline that are faith works they are charity works you know they're all of these things that we do but it wasn't in response to the call because those were things that I would do anyways, whether I had this call or not. The, the, there's a gift and there's a calling. The gift is given for the purpose of the calling. The calling has a purpose which is of God. It is God that will show you how to answer. And, you know, so I, I, I didn't know that, you know. And, of course, seminary was a massive commitment, you know, and all that. So I was like, I didn't. I said, if I, I would have done this long ago, and you know, I'd been actually I'd been staring to join a go to a Bible program since last year. I actually interrogated into some other Nigerian Bible schools or locally located Bible schools. When I saw that they were they were a bit denominational, that was what sort of like made me step back. Why I went for this one is it's it's completely interdenominational in terms of doctrine and allows for an independent view some other bible schools that i was looking at i think there was there is a bit of a it's not 100 percent independent in that sense they did try to be independent but it wasn't so i god led me to western seminary and perfect perfect it's just worked out really well 
So I answered the call and a series of things have happened since then. There were things, the seminary program, there's a prayer session program I'm, I'm on, we're now, we're now practicing prayer and all that. It was in the process of doing one of those prayer sessions. I then got to a place where I fully, fully answered the call. Just in prayer. I don't even know. It's not... I went... That wasn't even my plan. But you know how it is. When you are really in prayer with God and you, you see, you know, you are in that spiritual place, You just, God's agenda just takes over. You understand what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you don't even know... You may have come in to discuss one thing. You are living having discussed something completely different. But that other thing that that God then bubbles up is much more important, has much more significant and internal value. But this is the thing. By the time I made that commitment to, to God in that prayer time, I didn't even realize that I was doing something so spiritual. I came out of that prayer session just thanking God for a wonderful time in prayer. Just to wake up and see that and receive a testimony that up to now I can't even share it because I'm I'm still in shock and I started wondering God is this how you are is this how you are so if all I need to do is just submit and surrender to you you will take charge of everything even the things that I've been trying to in quotes get your attention on you will resolve it all I need to do is just surrender and submit. That's all. <laughs> and all this time I've been pulling my teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's it. To surrender, submit, trust him, enter into prayer. And you know, this is the thing. Now, I now wonder, why was I resisting this call all these years? Because even now that he has told me to answer the call, it's not as if I am packing my bags and leaving my house no he's going to show me all i need to do is continue following him you know he's going to use he just what what i've just given him now is permission for him to order my steps all right and lead me in the way that i should go for his purpose now that's all but it's not like my i mean i'm still in the same house i'm still doing the same thing i'm still here recording this podcast my schedule hasn't changed for now but I know that we have embarked on a new journey. And he wanted me to know that something significant happened. Because honestly, if I didn't wake up to that physical testimony, an unmistakable, a notable miracle. Like I said, I can't share it, but it is a notable. When the, You know, when the Bible says, there is a place where the Bible says a notable miracle occurred. Notable means the type that physical has you know what <laughs> i think it was used for when jesus um the, the man that was healed um, lame from his back and he was healed a notable miracle had occurred or the deaf man one of those two it's i woke up to receiving one of those in fact same day because my prayer session happened about 2 a.m in the morning i went back to bed woke up to receive the testimony i wasn't expecting like i said i'm still in shock still in shock so I, I the only thing I would just say as I'm ending this is that God is real God is real and my prayer for everyone my prayer for my household everybody that is listening on this podcast 
everybody that loves God that seeks to know on the planets of planets of the earth. Anyone that is connected, you know, through these words that come through on this podcast and even beyond it. My prayer for everyone is that God will give you your personal experience with him and knowledge of him. A personal encounter that you will never be able to second guess or dispute. And that he will give you a notable miracle. Something that will make you know that of a truth. He is real. That Jesus Christ is truly Lord over heaven and earth. And that in his name there is power, there is might. No one can withstand him. And that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven, of things on earth, of things underneath the earth. And that in the beginning was God. Was the word. And the word was with God. And God and the word was God. And that by him are all things made. And without him was not anything made that was made. And that currently he upholds all things by the word of his power. And that there is nothing hidden from him. It is my prayer that we, all of us, including myself, will continue to have these experiences that will prove to us in our own hearts and in our own minds the sovereignty of God over the nations, over the universe, over the planets, over the solar systems, over the earth, over the heavens, over the heavenlies and all they that dwell therein and over our life. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Depending on whatever medium you're reading, you're listening to this podcast from, there may be a way for you to send me a response or record a voice note or send me an email or whatever it is. Um, If you do find a way to communicate, please drop a line. Just let me know um, how this has blessed you or anything you'd want to share. And if this has blessed you, please share this with someone else that you love and you care for as well. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.